welcome in everybody. Thanks for listening to the Anything Can Happen Fantasy Basketball Podcast. My name is Keith and I'm your host. And man, the NBA season is really getting underway. It's getting really exciting and some insane storylines are going down. What we want to do right now though is take a look at our week three matchups within our league. Uh, We had some really uh, close matchups and some guys putting up some amazing numbers. So what we're going to do is go over all five of the matchups and take a look at some of the notable guys that helped get some of our managers their victories and otherwise put some managers into their downfall. And our first matchup is uh, Corporate Clarity versus Steel Drilling. And those two actually tied 5-5. to Um, Corporate Clarity uh, took free throws made, free throw percentage, three-pointers, points, and offensive rebounds. Steel Drilling was able to take field goals made, field goal percentage, rebounds, assists, and blocks. Some people worth note on Corporate Clarity's squad, man. Harrison Barnes still, still doing his thing. Uh, 92% rostered. Um, He's 11th right now in totals. Uh, Scoring the ball really well. A lot of usage. He had 11 free throws in his last two games. Uh, Right now we're recording on Tuesday. So last night on uh, Monday, November 8th, 26 points, 6 rebounds. Um, so that's outside of the matchup versus them, but he's still keeping it going for into the next week, which is crazy to see because the minutes like for Harrison Barnes have always been high 35s, like high 30s. Because right now, last couple 36 minutes, 38 minutes, 37, 39. So they're running him out there as long as he can, and he's like I said, 11th in totals, and another couple of guys that uh. Our own corp squad is Carl Anthony Towns. He's 12th in totals, but um, kind of was struggling in that matchup. Might have been due to that's why they both didn't uh, score 700 points. Corporate Clarity and Steel Drilling. Cat, uh, over the last week, he is averaging, no, actually over the last two weeks, it's extrapolating. 20 points, 20.8 points, four offensive rebounds, 10 re, uh, ten regular total rebounds, three assists, under a block, three threes, uh, shooting 49% from the field. So there's room for improvement there, for sure. Um, but to still be uh, 12th in totals, and we're going to check out uh, everybody on a per-game basis later on, so... Also, uh, Donovan Mitchell and De'Aaron Fox. See, Fox has been struggling, but over his last two weeks, he is kind of been pretty steady where he's been 18 a game, uh, six assists, 1.5 steals. That'll probably kind of stay where it's at, but he's not shooting or hitting as many threes as last year, even though it was under two right now. He's not even hitting one. And, uh... 
couple other guys on the squad that have been oh Tobias Harris being out um probably still hurts corporate clarity a little bit but like I said this matchup was a tie so let's jump over to steel drill inside um Anthony Davis John Morant and Giannis Antetokounmpo probably the standout guys on this team to begin and Giannis right now is sixth in is sixth in totals, yeah. And over the last two weeks, he's averaging 29, 11, six assists, 1.2 steals, and 1.7 blocks. Blocks are really nice right there from him. It's really interesting, like when guys, obviously, when guys are putting out um, more effort and usage on the offensive side, like Giannis has been over the last. Four or five years, things have started as his offense has started to grow. The defense kind of like trickled away, but yeah, man, still um, almost three combined defensive stats this year. Um, it's really helping um helping out the steel drilling, especially uh, John Morant, seventeenth uh, in totals right now. The kid is going nuts. Had a good game on Monday for uh, helping towards the week four matchup. But before that was uh, 11 points, six uh, rebounds, four assists. Game before that, 18, six and six with three steals. So not exactly right at his average of 26, but he's been consistent across the board. He's actually, whew. Red hot right now for Ofro, shooting um, 48% from the field on the season, but was shooting sub-45 last season. But uh, over the last two weeks, just struggling a little bit, but it's not nothing crazy. Um, he's at 43% over the last two weeks, averaging 22 points, 6 rebounds, and 7 assists with uh, almost 1.7 steals. Uh, a couple of guys that probably contributed to some low-scoring outputs could have been, if you take a look at the defensive guys on the squad, Draymond Green, um, over his last two weeks, seven points, but nine rebounds and seven assists with 1.7 steals and 1.1 blocks under, oh, sorry, point three. Three, so he's not shooting any anymore. He's definitely facilitating now, and his role has been like that for the last few years. Um, but pairing him with Robert Covington on a given week, the scoring outputs can be really low, but not in this case with Covington. Uh, man, over the last couple, he's shooting really well, and he had a 19-point game in there for hitting five threes. So. If he's hitting his threes and actually wants to shoot them, could be a pretty good situation for him. But uh, right now on the season, averaging under seven points, under a block, but 1.2 steals. Uh, so they, corporate clarity and steel drilling, both tied in steals at, with 47 apiece. 
uh, in the standings now, still drilling at 20-12-1. And Corporate Clarity, is, or not put still, sorry, I put still drilling in second place. And Corporate Clarity is in eighth place currently with a 15-17-1 record. So in our next matchup, we're going to look at Dame and the Van Vliet's versus Team Shuttleworth. Um, Team Shuttleworth with the 7-3 victory here. Uh, another tie. Tie category of steals. But this time both with 39. Um, Team Shuttleworth is taking field goals made with notable 317. That's a pretty high amount. Large victory, that margin of victory there. Also, probably because of the field goal percentage, um, that's another cat that they took. Also took free throw percentage, three-pointers, points, with a total of 840. Oof. 52 offensive rebounds they also took, and they also were able to take assists with 185. Back to it. We got Damon Van Vliet taking free throws made by 132 uh, rebounds. Or free sorry, taking free throws made with a total of 132. Also taking rebounds and blocks. Um, some of the guys to uh, mention, we'll start with Damon Van Vliet. Derek White. Kind of struggled in his last game. Uh, 0 for 10 from the field. Um, uh, with no free throw attempts. So, over the last two weeks for him, uh, 11 points. Five assists, though. That's up from last year. Um, and the minutes have kind of been there for him. It's interesting. Hopefully, uh, he can kind of put some things together. But... He shot uh, 31% for the matchup. Uh, kind of hurt. Not high volume, but uh, Trey Young also shot 38% for this matchup. He's 16 in totals, though. Um, still doing pretty good in totals, getting in, playing every game. Um, but he's down points from last year. They've been going down uh, over the last couple years. Um just might be the Hawks, you know, being able to spread the wealth a little bit more because their roster was strapped for offense when he was a rookie. Um, 23.7 points a game, but uh, still consistent with the assist, 9.5. Uh, imagine if he could uh, get his three-pointers above, you know, two and a half because right now he's at 1.8 for the season. Um, with a 2.2 last year. If he could get over, well, he'd be a lot higher than 16. Um, what is the field goal percentage for him? That hurts. A good guy that countered that, though, was a Rudy Gobert. For the most part, he shot um, 19 of 24 for the matchup, 79%. Which is pretty good. Um... Damon Van Vliet's got 
Pascal Siakam back on Sunday. He played 25 minutes. Had uh, 15 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 blocks on 5 or 12 shooting. Also was five or 4 for 5 from the free throw line. Hit 1-3. Um, nice little debut for him. They couldn't get the win versus Brooklyn. Um, but it's good to see him out there. Dame Lillard right now is 64th in matchup totals. Sorry, checking him out on Yahoo. Um, finally had a good game. Uh, definitely came to play after that four-point game. It's kind of uh, ridiculous to see. Went two for 13 versus Indiana Pacers. They got the win, 110 to 106, but... 15% from the field with no free throw attempts and 38 minutes getting to the line probably would have helped that four point total but he had 11 assists that game and then followed up with another six assist game with two steals versus uh, LA on November 6th they got that big win blew the Lakers out 105 to 90 shot a lot better shot 47% um 25 points hitting six threes. Yeah, I mean, we looked at his um, numbers last week. Kind of the same story. We did mention, like, if he keeps continuing with his bad shooting, it might, like, it might legit stick where it is around 40, 42, because he was at 45 last year. He's 34 over the last two weeks and 35 on the season, so... He's working hard, but it's going to take a lot for Dame to kind of come back from that. Yeah, but it's smart of him to hold true because um, Dame's a star. So, he should turn it around. I'm not sure if he's dealing with some lingering thing or something nagging him, but the dude should figure it out eventually. Somebody else that's worth mentioning again, DeMar DeRozan. I'm going to check out how he was for that matchup. Um shot 64%. See, here's a huge difference um, between two players on their team right now. Trey Young uh, averaging or sorry, Trey Young had 99 points in that matchup total. Uh, so did DeRozan. I uh, think the difference was uh, they, well, for one, threes. But DeRozan shot 61%. He is in fuego. He only had to shoot 57 attempts compared to Trey Young's 81. So, um, it's not how uh, great DeMar's playing. But, like we said, uh, Damon and Van lost 3-7. to seven. So, we're going to jump over to the team Shuttleworth side. Um, checking out the matchup totals again since we were just covering that. LaMelo Ball had uh, 89 total points on a 49% shooting. Hit all 10 of his free throws in the matchup. Kevin Durant, number two in totals right now. He had uh, averages of 26.2, eight rebounds, five assists, uh, under half a steal. But uh, in under under a block at point seven, so it's kind of ridiculous how what he's doing, and see if the efforts he's making can uh, 
come around on defense too because I think he was yeah, he was overall block last year, 1.3. And it was kind of ridiculous to see Kevin Durant get blocks on the defensive side behind effort, you know what I mean? It's because of so much output he's putting on the offensive end. But we were talking about that earlier, that counterbalance, because right now he's averaging almost 30 a game. So um, you see a little bit more effort on offense. It's a little tougher to get blocks on the defensive side. But he's doing it, man. Like I said, we'll check out where he's at per game. But number two in totals, um, a big boost for Team Shuttleworth. Um, Another guy to note because of an injury, Ricky Rubio. Um, Colin Sexton going down with a meniscus injury. Um, got dropped in our league, in this league. Probably it'll happen in a couple of spots where the players either don't have IRs or it's going to be a long wait. Um, Ricky Rubio, 71% owned in Yahoo, 10% um, bump in the last week. Should probably be picked up everywhere over this stretch. Um, his last game versus New York in uh, versus the Knicks in New York. 37 points with eight three-pointers. Ricky Rubio go off. 10 assists. Um, he shot 68%. He just was feeling it because he only played 31 minutes. So 19 attempts with 13 makes. It's crazy. Um, he's going to still be inconsistent even with Sexton not there, but he's been doing it with Sexton there this whole time. So... It's really important to have him. He helped out a lot with that final game for this matchup. Um, Jordan Poole kind of has been cooking too. 53 in totals. Um, Shot pretty poorly towards the week four matchup on Monday. uh, Six for 17. But over his last two weeks, you know, and on the season, let's just say he's averaging 18 a game, so... Kind of doing his thing. I don't think 18 can stick. Obviously with other players coming back and, you know, them figuring things out. But definitely a good pickup there. After uh, someone let go of him. And finally, one more player of note for uh, Shuttleworth is Zach Levine. Um, 26 over the last two weeks, six rebounds, four assists, uh, under a steal for the season. He's not a defensive guy. Everybody knows that already, but still getting to the line. Uh, almost seven attempts a game over the last two weeks. Uh, 47% from the field. Percentage is down from last year a little bit, but um, overall he's 19 in totals. He's hitting his ADP and doing just fine with that. Uh, so yeah, like I said, uh, team Shuttleworth with the uh, seven to three victory, putting them in sixth place with a fifteen sixteen and two record. And Damon Van Vliet's uh, in tenth place with a nine twenty two and two tie category record. Uh, so we're going to move on to our third matchup. We have uh, the Fantasy Factory versus the Jays. Um, Fantasy Factory with the 7-4 victory here. Getting field goals made, free throws made, 
free throw percentage, three-pointers, points, offensive rebounds, and assists. Wow, the Jays were able to surmount the victory in field goal percentage, rebounds total, and steals as well as blocks, both defensive categories. On the Jays' side, um, they have uh, Kevin Porter Jr. kind of dealing with a bruised thigh. Um, but he was able to play in every game in the mat during the matchup. But over his last two weeks, he's averaging 11 points per game. Um, five assists. Let's see, the percentages are kind of tanking, honestly. Um, even though he shot 42.5% last year, he's at 37 this year. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. He's 1.3 steals. That's on a positive note for him. He's 101 in totals. Um, the only real guy worth noting who may or may not play their next coming game, um, on the Jays, looking at Shea Gilgis Alexander, actually has actually been playing really well, um, he had 70 points on for the total, um, hit all 12 of his free throw attempts in the total, uh, hit eight threes. Shot 44% though. Uh, he's 48 in totals. Um, his last game, kind of low uh, point output of 14 points. But before that, two games of 28 in a row. Or two games in a row of 28 points for him. And over his last two weeks, he is exactly where he was last year at 23.7 points. Um, rebounds are up a little bit, 5.5, and assists are tad down at 4.7. Um, dang, I did not know. I mean, it's interesting to note, again, like we were talking with Giannis earlier and now Kevin Durant a second ago, players that need to put more out on the offensive end end up losing some defensive categories. Shea wasn't averaging a steal last year. He was at .8, and over the last two weeks, he's at 1. So, um, him staying at one definitely helps, obviously, better than not getting a steal, but the efforts he's making out there, um, in OKC are really interesting. Um, well, got a couple of notes on the Thunder we're going to touch back on, but after we cover the, uh, Fantasy Factory side with a player to note over there, but, um... Jalen Brown for the Jays, dealing with a hamstring injury. Um, could be out for two weeks. Uh, we know how hamstrings are. Messing with guys. Uh, it takes them a long time to get back, and if they rush it, it uh, only is down for re-injury. So that leaves Jason Tatum with the floor of his own. He had uh, 76 points in the total. He's 36 in totals. Um, evidently, uh, Mr. Tatum had one of his best games of the year, knowing 
that uh, his uh, partner in crime will say, Jalen Brown is going to miss time for an extended amount of time. So I don't know if that done it, did anything to his psyche. But like I said, he had his best game of the year, shooting uh, 63%. He had 32 points, 11 rebounds, two steals and a block, six three-pointers. Um, played uh, really well again last time Jalen Brown was out. But not really insinuating that means a ton for them too. But we did hear rumors about Jalen Brown possibly getting moved. But once rumors like that gets to the public, you know, they're probably already dead. Uh, somebody else to note, I guess, for um, the Jays would be Demonis Sabonis. 15 in totals. Uh, and over his last two weeks, his points are a little down. 16 points, still at 10 rebounds. Uh, his percentage is down a hair, but not too, too much. He's still above uh, 55%. And let's move over to... Well, actually, we'll hold on Gary Trent Jr. real quick. Talk about the dude putting up uh, massive steal numbers. He's at 2.8 a game and had uh, no steals in his last game. So that dropped him from around three a game. Uh, there's no way it sticks. It's not sustainable, but he could be around 2.4 if he continues to keep this up. It's just depending on how much the Raptors need him. And it's looking like they do pretty much averaging well over 30 minutes a game for them. Um, and just a real quick to note, uh, Christian Wood put up a, quite a stinker on uh, Sunday versus the Warriors. Um, four points, four steals, but one rebound, one assist, 24 minutes. Don't really know what that means, but Golden State, I guess, shut him down. Uh, 63 in totals, so that's still good for him. Um, touch back on that when we look at per game, one everybody. So, for the Fantasy Factory side, uh, we just got to talk about Steph Curry really quick because in the matchup total, um, didn't really play really well in the contributions to points. Had uh, 20 points, 19 points, 15 points, and 20 points um, over his last four before last night's game, Monday versus uh, the Atlanta Hawks, where they got a 127 to 113 victory. Steph showed out uh, 50 points, 50 burger, got uh, 10 assists as well, um, in only 35 minutes, shooting 50%, and 13 of 13 from the line with nine three pointers. So that's a big, uh, big boost for the fantasy factories totals starting off on uh, week four. But um, that was worth noting because right now he's uh, currently three in totals. Before that game last night on Monday, he was eleventh. Um, but that definitely is a big boost for him because uh, he had fifty in one game, but had fifty four. Uh, in the total matchup versus the Jays. So, retrospect right there. Putting that into perspective. Uh, Porzingis. We want to talk, talk about him really quickly. Uh, I saw a random report that uh, 
the or the Thunder may be interested in possibly doing a trade for Porzingis. And we know that the Jays have uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. But not... I think I kind of like that, actually. A change of scenery, but not for the Mavericks, but for Porzingis' fantasy outlook to begin with. The um, reason why I wanted to note that is because the Thunder are actually looking to get good this season. Um, they're not showing it too much, but if they actually want to make a move to try to keep the shutdown risk for Shea out of question, then acquiring Porzingis for a couple of scrubs and some picks because he's not playing too well right now kind of would be an interesting move on both sides. Um, standout player for the Fantasy Factory uh, would definitely, again, be Cole Anthony. On Sunday, he had uh, his best game of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 33 points, three steals, two blocks, only three rebounds and two assists um, in 32 minutes. But they got the win over Utah in the upset, 107 to 100. Um yeah, Cole's kind of been playing out of his mind. I don't know how much Markel Fultz will really impact him when he comes back, whenever that will be. Um, but Cole's really doing his thing. Another player uh, worth mentioning would be, again, Jonas Valanciunas, eighth in totals. Um, over the last two weeks for him, averaging 21 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, 0.7 steals, 0.1 blocks. Never been a huge defensive guy, so it's not a big deal for that. Uh, another player f- because of LeBron's injury. Um, he also has no timetable talking about LeBron. So the Fantasy Factory has uh, Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony, who is uh, really doing, outplaying himself. I'll do it himself, man, because uh, 29 points in that Monday game versus Charlotte, where the Lakers got a three-point victory, 126 to 123, um, but had 12 points in the game before that contributed to this matchup. And on the season, he's uh, 17.6 points per game and 45 in totals. So definitely uh, destroying his ADP if he had one anywhere. Yeah, Melo's going to continue to at least be relied on while LeBron's out. Uh, yeah, because it says he has no timetable right now. And where they're expecting um, one to two months probably, which is interesting coming uh, off the fact that they only believed it was going to be a week, but um, everybody knew it wasn't going to be that quick for an ab injury. It was out of nowhere. Uh, but with that being said, let's move on to our next matchup and let's look at uh, a large victory for the Joker versus the process is dead uh, the Joker with the 8-3 to three victory taking field goals made field goal percentage free throws made points uh, offensive and total rebounds assists and steals with the process is dead Taking free throw percentage, 
three-pointers and blocks. Uh, the Joker was ready to fight last night, man. You see that against, uh, he's the number one guy in totals, but depending on that, uh, suspension that's pending, that'll probably come from that shove last night to Markeith Morris. Um, Kevin Durant will probably surpass him in totals now since they're one and two. But Jokic still, like, obviously, he's going bananas like always. 25 points on the season, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 1.6 steals. That's really good. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, he's a grab bag at pick number two in this draft. Um, other players to note, Jimmy Butler, still 7th in totals. 31 points in his game on Monday, but averaging 25, 7 rebounds and 6 assists with 1.7 steals and a half a block over his last two weeks. Yeah, man, Jimmy has been playing really well for Miami. Um, yeah, they only have three losses on the year. So his outlook is looking pretty good. Um, no Embiid last night, I believe. So Andre Drummond was dependent, dependent on really badly in Monday on Monday. So that uh, matchup total for the Joker in Week Four is going to be interesting with Drummond having 25 rebounds, 14 points, and two blocks. Yeah, it's like whenever Embiid's out, start your Drummonds, but. It's dependent on how valuable he's really going to be and how long Embiid really is going to be out or in. But I think he just hit protocols. We know um, they're having a couple of things out there with Tobias and uh, Matisse. So maybe they tried to have some Chick-fil-A together. But no, now Embiid's in the protocols as well. He might be out 10 days. So Drummond is going to feast per usual when that situation is as present as it is. Um, Nikola Vucevic for the Joker has kind of been struggling. Uh, 61 in totals over the last two weeks. <laughs> he is 12 points per game and 10 rebounds. From last year, he was 23 and 11. We knew we had that transition into Chicago and then made a lot of moves. So the situation is really different there. So I don't ever think he'll get back to averaging 20 a game, especially with DeMar doing what he's doing. People didn't expect that six-point boost for DeMar, taking all the potential usage away from uh, Vucevic. But um, other players worth noting for him is looking at Chris Paul, 44 uh, in totals. And over the last two weeks, he's 12.8 points. 2.7 steals and 11 assists. Those numbers are through the roof. Um, so all these players are really uh, doing a good job contributing, helping out uh, the Joker grab this 8-3 victory. And on the, the process is dead side. James Harden struggled a little bit on Monday um, on the second half of a back-to-back. But versus Toronto finishing off uh, week three's matchups that Sunday had uh, 28 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists, 
no defensive stats, but three three-pointers, six for, or six attempts from the line, five makes. So Harden will be fine. Um, Durant's obviously outplaying him, but he's like we said, he's adjusting. Still, the minutes are still there. He just needs to shoot the right percentage for him because last year he was shooting forty-six, getting to the line seven times. Now he's shooting thirty-nine. Uh, 0.9%, only 18 a game instead of 24. Assists are down a little bit, but rebounds are right where they need to be. Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, it's 58 in totals. Averaging about where he was last year, numbers-wise, we're almost 14, six rebounds. So... And notable injury for the process is dead is uh, DeAndre Ayton. Again, he's out tonight. Or, sorry, was out last night. And he missed his last two games with a leg injury. Um, I'm not too sure how serious, but it's definitely something to watch out for uh, with him. They're calling it a bruised lower leg. Uh, so, we, so we'll see how that uh uh, works out for him, how that affects the Suns and everybody there. In our final matchup, we're going to look at uh, Luca, I Am Your Father, versus James of Thrones. Uh, Luca getting the 6-4 victory. And their team in James of Thrones tying and free throws made uh, with 117 apiece. Um, looking, I am your father. Winning field goals made by four, with a total of two seventy four. He also took field goal percentage, points, offensive rebounds, steals, and blocks. Uh, James of Thrones took free throw percentage, three pointers made by one, with a total of sixty eight. Um, had three hundred nineteen rebounds that he took. That one, and also grabbed assists. Uh, those 319 rebounds, we're going to look at the James of Thrones side first. Dude, just on that fact alone, we're looking over at their team. A lot of red. Um, just recently dropped Colin Sexton. That's a bad break with the news on that. Torn meniscus, like we talked about a little earlier. So I'm really going to help kickstart Ricky Rubio. Um, also, Michael Porter Jr. on top of his struggles. He's uh, before last night, Monday, played in every single game, and he's 181 in totals. Just, um, it's pretty much uh, the opposite of icing on the cake, I guess you could say, with. Him now dealing with the back injury that kind of bothered him, what scared him off, scared people off, you know, him on draft day with other teams in the NBA, I mean. But now he's averaging under 10 points a game, 6.6 rebounds, a steal, which is off from last year on a positive note, but 0.2 blocks. So combined defensive stats, 1.3 compared to last year of almost two. Um... MPJ is 
out for the foreseeable future with a back injury, um, according to Coach Mike Malone. Uh, and another update to come, but that's really troubling for Denver. Like I mentioned, Embiid is on James of Thrones' team. Um, so Joel being out in the health and safety protocols probably around eight to ten days. So it's a struggle to see if he'll be in for week four's matchup. Um, again, start your drummings. So, but the players that contributed to the rebound totals, uh, Julius Randle had 42, Paul George, all those players were grabbing rebounds really well. Um, Paul is 13th in totals, hasn't missed a game. It's really weird how he's so low in totals to me, but hasn't missed any games because he's, you know, number one in nine category leagues, but with this one being 11 cats, uh, things are a lot different, but he's averaging 27 a game, eight rebounds, five assists, 2.7 steals, ridiculous. Uh, Julius Randle is also 10th in total, playing well. Uh, 31 in his game versus the Sixers on Monday, so a good contribution towards uh, James Thrones' week four totals. Mm. But Julius, over the last two weeks, uh, is averaging 20 points, a little down from uh, his season uh, averages, but uh, 10.9 rebounds, five assists is really high. That's great that he's continuing to still get the assists from last year. And one combined, uh, or one, yeah, one total defensive stat, 0.5 blocks, 0.5 steals. On the Luka, I am your father side. Um, Drew Holiday's back now for him. His last two games, he had uh, 14 points, five assists, or five, or five rebounds, four assists, and steal. Um, game before that, only 10 points, four rebounds, and three assists, but only 20 minutes and 30 minutes in the next one on Sunday. Shot 16 shots. 37%. It's just good to have him back, I guess, for uh, Luca. Uh, Bradley Beal also was 31 in totals in his plan. Sort of down still from last year. Uh, averaging 25 over his last two weeks. Six rebounds and five assists. 31 in totals, like I mentioned. We'll see where he is per game. Uh, got the window. Six to four. So players worth mentioning. Anthony Edwards, 41 in totals. 27 on Monday. And is trying to really try, like, showing out enough to say it's his team. So the kid's going off. Uh, Miles Bridges is keeping it up. He's ninth in total still. Had 21 points, uh, four rebounds, and six assists. A steal and a block to finish off the matchup. First, the Clippers, uh, they lost 120 to 106, though. The Hornets did. Jared Allen was uh, the Eastern Conference Player of the Week. He had 18 and 17 in his last game on Sunday versus the Knicks. And has been kind of playing monstrously when he gets these the minutes like this over his last four, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, 39 minutes, and 34 minutes. And over the last two weeks, he's averaging uh, 14 points, 12.9 rebounds, only one block, though. 
but 1.3 steals is pretty good for him too. Not adding his free throws a ton, shooting 61%. Um, but the field goal percentage is like ridiculous. It's not 10 attempts, but it is 69%. So, um, let's see. Mitchell Robinson is not playing. Didn't play last night. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on about for the he has a hip injury. And Luka Doncic, the guy that makes it all happen for uh, Luka, I am your father. On Monday, he had a pretty good game. Uh, shot 47%, 33 minutes. And the Mavericks blow out over New Orleans, 108-92. Had 25-5-5 with a steal on the block. 33 on Saturday with 9 rebounds and 5 assists. Uh, over the last two weeks, it's, uh, 25 per game with seven and a half rebounds and six assists, a steal, and half a block. Again, it's a 6-4 victory. Um, just to cover the standings a little bit, while we wrap up our weekly, weekly totals, the Joker is in first place with a 21-12 and 12 record. Steel drilling, like we mentioned, in second, 20-12-1. and one. Fantasy Factory in third, 19 and 14. The Jays in fourth, 18, 13 and 2 record. James with Rosen in fifth with a 16, 16 and 1 record. Team Shuttleworth, we mentioned, 15 and 16 and 2 in sixth place. And in seventh place is Luca, I am your father with a 15 and 17 record. Um, eighth place, Corporate Clarity, 15, 17 and 1. So tied with Luca, I am your father at the moment. Ninth place, the process is dead with 21 category losses and 12 victories. And Dame and the Van Vliet's uh, 9-22-2 record. 11 games back from first place. And that will do it for our weekly recap. Um, All right, everybody, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. This is again is your host Keith Jenkins, and this is the Anything Can Happen Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Uh, next episode, we'll be covering some more deep dives on players, rankings, and see where we at. All right, talk to you guys in a little bit. See you.